I want to talk to you about how to access supernatural wisdom and knowledge. Anybody in the house could use some supernatural wisdom and some supernatural knowledge. Hallelujah. And so I want you to open your Bibles to Colossians, if you would. Colossians, the uh, first chapter, I believe it is. Colossians chapter 2, actually. And we'll look at verses 1 through 3. Accessing wisdom and knowledge. You know, in Proverbs, it says that wisdom is the principal thing or wisdom is the primary thing. In other words, it is of utmost importance. In Colossians chapter 2, verses 1 through 3, it says, For I want you to know the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ, praise God, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Look at verse 2 and verse 3. Colossians 2, verse 2, and then verse 3. Praise God. So I've got the wrong verse there, so... Anyway, take it from me. There's some verses in the Bible that say that in him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Read that with me. In whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In him. And where are you when you get born again? You're in him. You're in Christ. So those things of treasures, of wisdom and knowledge... They're not hidden from us, but they are hidden for us. They're hidden for us that we may discover them. Now, these hidden treasures are both spiritual and they are also natural. You know, the Bible says that we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Oh, that's good news. But you and I have been equipped by the Holy Spirit for mining these hidden treasures. You know, when a person goes out to mine for gold or when a person goes out to mine for a a, a special treasure, they have special equipment. They don't just go out there on their own looking for treasures. They've got to be equipped with the resources to discover where those treasures are. Well, those treasures are hidden for us. And God has equipped us with the Holy Spirit. He's equipped us with the ability to speak supernaturally in a heavenly language that we might know the mind of the Lord and that we might know what the mind of Christ is for us in our daily life and in our walk with God. No, in the natural realm, real treasures are not found lying on the surface. And so likewise, these treasures of wisdom and knowledge, they're not always obvious to the natural man. It's not always obvious. Oftentimes in, in, uh, in, in Jeremiah, he says that, he says, if you call unto me, I will show you mighty things which you know not. The word mighty there, I will show you hidden things which you do not know. Say it with me, they're hidden for me. In Christ, and I've been equipped. (laughs) You've got special mining equipment to go deep and get these precious gems. Thank God, deep calleth unto deep. (coughs) 
Anybody interested in going deeper with God? Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so we've been clothed with ability from on high. And the Holy Spirit, I like this, has been sent to escort us into wisdom and knowledge. He will give us counsel and the ability to tap into that counsel. In Proverbs chapter 20, in verse 5, it says this, that counsel in the heart of man. Where is this wisdom? It's in your heart. Counsel is in the heart of man. The wisdom of God is right here. Jesus is our wisdom. In Corinthians, he says, You're in Christ, who of God has been made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. In Christ Jesus is where you are. And that's where he is. And all of the wisdom that I'll ever need in my little life is in him. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't that good news? Amen. Because quite frankly, we run into situations where we don't in the natural realm know how to handle. We run into people that we don't know how to respond to. You know, if you don't know how to respond to people, sometimes the best way to respond is not to respond. Because sometimes our response is not out of the love of God. And just as wisdom is in your heart, the love of God is shed abroad in your heart. Amen. I don't know why I said that, but it was true anyway. Hallelujah. You're in Christ. Christ is in you. So instead of you and I saying things like, I just don't know what to do. I'm so confused. It seems like I never hear from God. Just reverse that. You're using energy saying those words. Why don't you turn the tables on that and say, thank God in my heart, I know exactly what to do. And it won't be long before my mind becomes fruitful. I'm following the leading of the Holy Spirit. I hear the voice of the good shepherd and the voice of a stranger. I'm not going to follow. Hallelujah. Someone said years ago, oh man, it makes me nervous. All those people that say, you know, God talks to me. Well, hey, that's a good thing. Is God talking to you a good thing? Absolutely. So he is my wisdom. Give me this day my daily bread. Give me this day my daily wisdom. You know what's out in front of me. I don't, but you do. So I'm going to pray about my day at the top of the day. And I'm going to ask for your wisdom to lead and guide me and to guard me every step of the way. And so that when I get to that place where a decision needs to be made, praise God, God is already involved in it and he will minister to us. And so that's one of the blessings of being able to wait upon the Lord. One thing we do not want to do is we do not want to get in such a hurry that we're making decisions based on pressure. Well, I need to know the answer. I need to know it now. Now, no, you don't need to know it now because I don't know it now and I'm not going to side in with you and make a mistake. They that wait upon the Lord, they that expect Jehovah, 
they're going to pass to power. Hallelujah. And so, in Him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Ooh, glory to God. Oh, thank you, Lord. There used to be a sitcom when I was a kid called Father Knows Best. I don't know if anybody ever watched that. I'm sure George probably knows about it. Father Knows Best. Well, it's true. Our Heavenly Father knows best. And He's given you the Holy Spirit, praise God, to help you. So counsel then, and the heart of man is like deep waters, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Draw what out? We will draw out the answers. Where is this counsel? Where is this wisdom? Where is this guidance we're looking for in life? It's in your heart. It's in my heart. And it's like deep water. So I need a bucket. Bucket, please. How do we draw out the wisdom and the counsel of God? In the natural realm, if you want to draw out from a deep well, you need a long rope and a bucket. I know Brenda grew up on a farm. You had a well there, right? Not on your farm. Okay. But a lot of farms have wells and they need ropes and they need buckets. In the realm of the Spirit, it may not be such a great illustration, but you and I have been equipped with a bucket. That means this. That you, Holy Ghost, sanctified, Spirit-filled believers, you can pray in tongues. You can open your mouth and allow the Holy Spirit within to draw from that living water and that counsel that is already there in our hearts. We're talking about tapping in to hidden wisdom. Now notice with me in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7 through 8. This is like a, a sermonette tonight, but I know you're glad you came tonight. There's been some really awesome things that have already happened. But God's not finished yet. In 1 Corinthians 2, 7 and 8, and I want you to read it with me. Ready, read. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Now stop right there. What do we do? We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Notice this with me. We're speaking the wisdom of God. Now notice verse 8. It says this, which none of the princes of this world knew. (laughs) For had they known it, they would not have messed with the master. Had they known it, That after three days and three nights that Jesus was going to bust their head? That Jesus was going to blast out of hell with the keys of... Hallelujah! The Bible said they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Had the enemy known what was going to happen as a result of some of the tragedies that all of us have faced in our lives... He would not 
have messed with us. And so we access the wisdom of God. The Bible says that we speak wisdom of God in a mystery. It's got to be spoken. It's got to be spoken. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 2. 1 Corinthians 14, 2. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, speak in tongues. Build yourself up on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. And as you pray in the Holy Ghost, you tap into rivers of living water. And as you pray in the Holy Ghost, you tap into rivers of wisdom and rivers of treasures for your life. In 1 Corinthians 14, 2, I want you to read that with me right on through verse 4. 1 Corinthians 14. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but unto God. For no man understands him, howbeit in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. So we tap into this wisdom by speaking in tongues. How many of you know that Jesus' work on the cross was according to a higher wisdom? Which is why the devil's plan against him backfired. <laughs> Hallelujah. And just like Jesus, you and I, God's called us to walk and to live above the radar of the devil. Above his schemes and above his plans. Oh, thank you, Lord. Now notice in verse 4, let's read this together. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself, but he that prophesies edifies the church. And so this supernatural ability to communicate with God in our heavenly language gives us the ability to access the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. Does God have good plans for us? He knows what they are. Remember in Jeremiah 29, 11? I know the plans that I have for you. It's good for him to know them, but it's also for good for you to know them. Amen? He's got some good plans. He's got some things out there in the future for all of us that are just beyond, I believe. Uh, if you could see some of the things that God desires to do in your life, it's beyond all you can ask or think. We serve a God of beyond. And so we can't then afford to, you know, think our way through this. I know what Pastor Tom said one time to me many years ago. He says, we must not think, we must pray. In other words, it came out like this. Don't think, pray. Amen? How many of you know thinking sometimes can get you in a lot of trouble? Now, why is that? Sometimes when we think... Other things have access to our soul and access to our mind, right? Now, I'm not talking about 
being crazy, but I am talking about getting out of your mind into your heart, down into your spirit. Amen? Now notice in 1 Corinthians 2.14, it says, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God for their foolishness to him, nor can he know them. Why? Because they're spiritually discerned. Now, what's a, a natural man? A natural man is a man that's not born again. A natural man is one that is limited to his senses. What he sees, what he feels, what he can touch, what he can smell, what he can sense. And what is the natural man's great infirmity? He can't know spiritual things. He just can't know them. That's why it's important for us when we pray for people to get born again, once they come into the kingdom of God, that the eyes of their heart get flooded with light and that they tap into the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. A person can be a Christian and live like a natural man. A person can be a Christian and live like a carnal man. A person can be a Christian and live like a mere unchanged man. But that is not the will of God. Now we by no stretch of the imagination have arrived. But our posture in life should be, we're on our way. We're going to go from one degree of glory to the next. We determine in our heart we are going to grow. We're going to become more like Jesus every day. In those areas where we've missed it, in those areas where we've messed up, we've got the blood of the everlasting covenant that forgives us and cleanses us and puts us back on our feet and gets us back on the path to growth in Christ Jesus. The Bible says we are to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So praying in tongues gives us access to the realm of the Spirit, God's realm, so that we can easily discern His leadings, access information that may not be obvious to our five senses. Glory to God. And I'm telling you, when you pray in the Spirit, you may not even be aware of it, but oftentimes you're praying out your future. You're praying in the Spirit here on Wednesday night. You tap into the wisdom of God. You could be praying out things for 2022. Amen. Glory to God. And God will cause your steps to go right into it. And that blesses me. Hallelujah. Now notice verse 15. It says, But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no men. So who is spiritual? That's us. Raise both hands and say, That's me. I am a spirit. I have a soul. And I live in a physical body. 
We're the ones that are equipped with the bucket. We're the ones that are equipped for the mining. Praying in tongues is a part of our equipment. I was so happy on Sunday morning. Brenda got the unction at the end of Sunday morning's message to give an altar call for people to be filled with the Spirit. And you know what happened? Once people started being dismissed, the people that were a little shy to come up started coming up. And that's good, and that's fine. We took them into a prayer room, and man, did they receive easily. It was so wonderful. Praise God. Listen, there is a hunger in our church for people to be filled with the Spirit. You know, I don't know how many years ago it was, but we were celebrating Pentecost. And Pentecost is a celebration of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, where they're all gathered in one place, in one accord. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to do what? They began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. You know what we did for weeks? We taught on the Holy Spirit. For weeks we taught on the Holy Spirit. And we had a sign-up sheet for people that wanted to be filled with the Spirit. So we just kept teaching, kept instructing, and kept teaching... And on the day of Pentecost, we celebrated with I don't know how many it was. It could have been either 30 to 50 people came to the altar, took them into the youth room, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. I mean, they just got filled so easily. Why? Because they were ready. And I, and I sensed the same thing in our church. And I want you guys to be praying about it with me over the course of the next weeks and months. I just sense the same thing in our spirit, that there's a fresh wind of the Holy Spirit. And God not only wants to visit those and anoint us and refresh us with fresh oil, but he wants people that have never yet been filled with the Holy Spirit to be filled. He wants people to have this wonderful experience that we enjoy. Would you hook with us on that? Would you pray with us on that? Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus. We, Lord, we just pray for a fresh outpouring of your Spirit, Lord God, for people from every walk of life, those that are hungry, Lord God. We're asking you, Lord, for infillings of your Holy Spirit, Lord, fillings of your Spirit. Thank you, Father, for an overflow, an overflow of the gifts of the Spirit and the manifestations thereof. In the name of Jesus, amen. Glory to God. And then lastly, verse 16. Say it with me. I have access to the mind of Christ. Verse 16 says, For who has known the mind of the Lord? I want his mind. That he may instruct him, for we have the what? Say this with me. I have right now by faith. I have the mind of Christ. And confessing it is great. And declaring it is great. But that's not all there is to accessing the mind of Christ. Are you listening to me? It's so important that we speak the mysteries, the divine secrets, the hidden truths, as you and I pray regularly in tongues, we access the mind of Christ. 
What do you say we do some accessing right now for about two or three minutes is all. Wherever you're comfortable, if you want to stand, if you want to sit, if you want to kneel. Father, in the name of Jesus, we've heard your word tonight about accessing supernatural divine wisdom and knowledge. And so tonight, we just pray in the Holy Spirit. Oh, Father, thank you for fine-tuning our spirit. Thank you, Lord God, for the ability to commune with you and to pray in the Holy Ghost. And so, Father, we speak forth mysteries even tonight. We speak forth divine secrets even this evening. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Mingle pasare nista mahaya. Thank you, Lord. Praise and honor and glory be unto you, both now and forevermore. Father, you said in your word that blessed are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for we shall be filled. We're a hungry church, Lord. We may not be many in numbers tonight, but we are strong in faith. And we are believing God for fresh oil and a fresh anointing and a fresh wind of the Holy Spirit flowing throughout the whole congregation. Every person saved, every person filled, every person knowing how to encourage themselves in the Lord in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and stand up, everybody. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Oh, bless the Lord, O my soul, who forgives all of our iniquities, who heals every disease. Thank you, Lord, for redeeming our lives from destruction. Thank you, Lord, for renewing our youth just like the eagles. In the name of Jesus. And so we stand as a company of believers tonight. Praying and believing for greater things. Praying and believing for greater things in our country. Praying and believing for greater things in this nation. We ask you, sir, for great rain. Great rain in the time of the latter rain. We ask you, Lord, for the rains of the Spirit to fall from the north to the south and the east and the west, every city, every village, every town, from every social background, from any background. Lord God, may the rain of the Spirit fall and people experience a life change and people experience, praise God, the Spirit of God and the power of God in their lives. We're not giving up. We're not giving up. We're not drawn back. We're pursuing the very presence of God in our church. We're pursuing the presence of God in our ministry, in our country, in this Bay Area, in the name of Jesus. Oh, let it rain, Lord. 
Let it rain, let it rain, let it rain in Greece. Those of you that are watching in Greece tonight, glory to God, or this morning, oh, we pray for the rain of the Spirit. We pray for things to turn around in Greece in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, Masile Breketama, Elamosomri di Celebrate. Ah, Holy Spirit, rain down. Let's sing it together. Let's invite Him afresh and anew. Let's invite Him afresh and anew in our lives, in our church, in our Bay Area, in our nation. Holy Spirit, rain. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. So if any man is thirsty, let him come unto me and drink. For even as it is said, for out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. The only way that living water is going to flow through us as a river is if we come to Him and drink. Come on, let's take a big drink right now. Oh, that's right. Let Him come. Let him come. Let him come unto me and drink. Oh, we drink in. We drink in by praise. We drink in by praying in the Holy Ghost. We drink in. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And as you drink, and as I drink, and as we all drink all week long, and when we come together, the rivers come together. Oh, the rivers come together. And the river begins to flow. And the river begins to pick up a strong current. One of the things they say that a river can do when it's energized and the current is flowing, it can provide electricity to millions of people. What this world needs now is light. What this world needs now is the light of God and through the electricity of the Holy Ghost. We can poke holes in the darkness. Oh, my, 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 my. Woo, glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. And as the rain falls, and it goes into the ground, and the ground can't handle it all, it goes into the river, and there comes an overflow of power there comes an overflow of energy. And even in the natural realm, rivers with great current can move rocks. Rivers can move obstacles. 
and as we come together as rivers of living water, we are going to move rocks. We're going to move mountains. We're going to move sediments. And God's going to light up the Bay Area. God's going to light up California. God's going to light up Oakland. God's going to light up San Francisco. He's going to light us up. Woo! Hallelujah. Woo! So he that is thirsty, let him come unto me. You're not coming to a pastor. You're not coming to an evangelist. You're not coming to a prophet. You're coming to Jesus. And we're drinking in. And we're drinking in. And we're getting fuller. And we're getting fuller. And the river banks are overflowing. And where there was darkness, the lights are coming on. Glory to God. Whithersoever the river floweth, there is healing. If rivers can move rocks and move obstacles, it can move sickness and disease. Come on, somebody. Let's drink. Come on, drink a little bit more. Let him come. 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 Let him. There's no place to try to be cool in church. Just let him come. Let him come. So we come to you, Lord Jesus, all week long. I'm asking you, sir, to minister to me, to minister to PT, to minister everyone in this house tonight as we sleep. Inspire us as we sleep. Anoint us as we sleep. Give us godly dreams and godly visions. Woo, hallelujah. Drink, drink, drink. Drink, 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 drink. Hallelujah. This is one place it's okay to drink by yourself. Drink at home. Drink while you're driving to work. Drink while you're going to get your hair cut. Drink while you're working out. Let's just stay full. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, let's shout to the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. I looked this up today. I was studying on rivers. Sufficient energy in the stream is required to dislodge rocks from the earth and move them. The faster a stream flows, the more energy it has and the larger pieces of sediment can be transported. So I believe this, that God is doing a quick work. And so the river's picking up. So if you haven't got in, jump in. (laughs) If you haven't got in, just jump in. 
It won't hurt you. Glory to God. <laughs> Jump in the river.